You're listening to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast featuring Joseph Ryan and Donna Lee. Even just sitting there listening to this podcast, you look fabulous. Well, hello there. Welcome back again to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast. You know, this is Donna Lee, your co-host. Hey, co-host. It's Joseph Ryan. How are you? I'm good. I'm not the host. You're the host. You're the hostess with the mostest. (laughs) Because I don't know how to do any of this shit. Like, I just show up and, like, say some crap, and Donna somehow makes it all sound good. (laughs) Make it magical. I love it when people are like, oh, my God, I sounded so great on the podcast. Uh, Because I do a couple of other podcasts. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because I took out all of your uhs and your ums and your silences. I don't think, do I say a lot of uhs? You don't, actually. Compared to my other people that I work with, you have very few uh, uhs and very few ums. You're very professional. Well, I think I'm just very direct. My mom yeah. always got on to me about don't mm. use these unnecessary words. You sound sloppy. <laughs> you look sloppy. <laughs> Go comb your hair, tuck in your shirt. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Right. She All taught you that. well and she just happens to be here. Oh, hey, girl. Oh, hey. Hello. Who are you? <laughs> I am the mom the mama the mom the mom of all moms of, of 10 children that created this monster mm. and you know the older i get the more i blame her you do oh yeah oh that's funny you know because every time nathan's like you are such a brat and then he looks at my mom who will act the exact same way and then i'm like look she's a good person <laughs> she works really hard but she's a freaking brat oh, you no, know that's so, so funny. i've learned that it's okay to be a spoiled brat as long as you're not a rotten rat there Wait, you brat. go <laughs> we don't want to be a rat a brat. Oh, always the performer now he's rhyming things i know yeah. but i do love you mom i'm glad you're here again it's been a long time i mean you were yeah. here when we first started doing the podcast mm-hmm. yes yes a it was long like time ago the second or third or fourth it was one of the really early ones we've yes, done over 65 63 podcasts and over six thousand downloads so wow. pretty good wow. yeah girl so if you're listening and you don't remember all the backstory about my mother then make sure you go listen to the previous podcast if you're new to this show because she's pretty fabulous and that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. It was. Just uh, Google Ryan Wayne Salon and the name Diane, D-I-A-N-N-E, and it'll pop right up. Oh, yeah. Cool. So I wanted to give everybody an update because, you know, everyone from social media knows mom or Diane, and they're always asking, how's Diane? We miss Diane. We never see Diane. And I feel mm-hmm. the same way, guys, because she wasn't working at the salon for quite some time because of her heart condition. So just give us an update on what was going on, what happened, and how you're doing now. Well, um, I was experiencing a lot of dizziness, which precipitated a lot of falling and injuries. Mm. And so they were trying to figure it out, trying to give me physical therapy, trying to do all these things for me, thinking maybe it was my hearing, maybe it was vertigo or something. Yeah, they're just hunting and everything. And I go for my uh, checkup with my um, heart doctor. And uh, when I had my test done, I did a stress test back in 2019. I passed with flying colors, you know, no problem. You're great for your age. And then this last one, they couldn't get my heart rate up. And, uh, you know, I thought I was going to fly off that treadmill. (laughs) (laughs) They had me cranked up there trying to get my heart rate up. (laughs) Never got above 121 beats a minute. And uh, so they said, uh, we're going to give this information to your cardiologist. And so they did, and I went in, and they said, you need a pacemaker. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh, my. That sounds <laughs> and so intense. I said, a How did you feel when that happened? Like, 
being the patient sitting there and they tell you something like that? Like, is it super scary or did you feel like this is normal? I thought, is this really necessary? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for that. <laughs> Spoken like a mom of 10. <laughs> oh, do I really need this? And they said, well, we can't guarantee it will help your dizziness. We can't guarantee it will um, make you feel great, but we know that you need it. Your heart rate is really low. It was in the 30s to 42 was my resting heart rate. Oh, my. And... So I was having a lot of problem. I was just tired all the time. I was trying to caffeinate up, but then that would bring my blood pressure up, right. which my heart doctor says, absolutely not. No caffeine for mm. you. Oh. And so I was so dragging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was just dragging. And uh, it made it really hard to uh, do anything because I just wanted to sleep. Yeah. So poor said, dad. Yeah. Oh. Poor, poor lonely I dad. Just, I just <laughs> oh, daddy. <laughs> oh, daddy. He needs some mama time. <laughs> I'd get up for two hours and go back to bed. And I mean, you know, it was just oh. really getting bad. And so they called it sick sinus syndrome and bradycardia. Brachycardia? Bra it was breaking heart. <laughs> oh. Bra broken heart. Um, so anyway, they said um, it will take six weeks minimum. Mm -hmm. recovery well that was tough i mean i can't sit <laughs> <laughs> well because they told her yeah. she couldn't raise her arm a certain oh, no. height she couldn't lift any weight no oh, wow. not to do overdo it which she overdoes it when she cleans the toaster that she breaks the toaster okay oh, so come on, come on i've gotten better i haven't broken a toaster in a long time <laughs> <laughs> i'm like mom it's okay if there's a few crumbs in it but now you got to get them all out oh, i know they're there that's so funny so oh, now you're feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I started back to work and then I felt so good. My mind was clear. I wasn't dizzy. Oh, good. It was like, wow, is this how it feels? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Back to normal. Um, I kind of hit it a little bit too hard and was kind of feeling it. And I had noodle legs when I'd get home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been great getting back out there, though. I, I hate just sitting at home yeah I, i'm just not one of those people that can just sit i've tried reading books and it's hard if watching you're a goer. tv and but then the thing is they didn't tell me exactly what i should or shouldn't do with that arm other than just not lift it above my shoulder height mm -hmm. and i was putting my arm behind my back i guess i wasn't supposed to do that and uh -oh. i was reaching forward too far and i guess i wasn't supposed to do that you know they just weren't clear with me Right. And I had a whole bunch of bruising down my. <laughs> so listen up. If you're getting a pacemaker, don't right. extend forward or backward too much. Don't do anything. And, and you know, no weight lifting out in those areas. Oh, you know, gosh. I thought, oh, I can put stuff in the washer and dryer. That's not a big deal, right? It's oh. straight out in front of you. No. Oh, no. So did you go back and they were like, what, what are you doing? And you yes, said, oh, I'm not yes, reaching yes, out, yes, but yes. I'm reaching <laughs> forward. Yeah, and they're they like, Stop oh, that. no, 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 no. You can't do that. And I said, well, why didn't you tell well, me? They should have been more clear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so what we were talking about last night, Donna, yeah. is that if doctors would pay more attention and not rush and actually take the time to diagnose and explain things that so many illnesses could be prevented before they get to an extreme point and like your healing process could be better. So that's just scary. And that's what we were talking about last night. We have to mm -hmm. be very adamant with our physicians and our medical professionals to ask a lot of questions and have mm -hmm. somebody there to advocate for you if you are unable to do it yourself. Because I know when people get a little bit older, their memory starts to slip. And then like yeah. my mom's not a complainer. Kind of like we talked about Nathan's mom. We take her to the hospital because she's on her deathbed. And then 
doctor or the nurse would walk in the room. How are you, Lisa? How are you feeling? And she's like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you're not. You're, Remember yeah. all these things you know that here. are going wrong. And that's why you were so sick. And we brought you to the hospital. She's like, oh, yeah, I have all that. You know, <laughs> yeah. so I think it's important. Like if you are single, find a friend that can help you and take you and go yeah. with you and keep records of everything and write things down. I've learned this, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, with having elder parents that you have to do that. And ask the question. Say, what does that mean? Because doctors are like, when you're at work and you're saying the work words, somebody might not understand what Mm -hmm. you're saying. And I work for doctors and they have great bedside manners, but that, you know, they slow down and say, okay, well, what this means is that I Mm -hmm. think doctors forget because they say it all the time. Well, they say stuff really fast. You Mm -hmm. know, they explain what's going on really fast. This is all foreign to you. You've never Mm -hmm. heard of any of this before. Right. And uh, then they say, do you have any questions? And you're sitting there like deer in the headlights, headlights, Mm -hmm. like, uh, no, I don't know what questions to ask. I guess I should have. Well, I did actually get on YouTube and watch a uh, (laughs) procedure where they did a pacemaker. So I had an idea of what was going to happen surgically, but I didn't pay attention to what it would be like for the recovery. Pre and post-op. Right. Yeah. I, I had absolutely no idea. Oh, boy. Um, and I said, well, I can dust mop the floor, right? Because, you know, that's not lifting or, you know, dust mop's real light. And you just kind of push it around on the floor. Only if you use your right hand. And I'm sitting here. Why didn't you guys tell me this? Because mm-hmm. I was yeah. doing all this. And I had really bad bruising. Oh. Really bad bruising. So oh when they goodness. do the procedure, because I haven't watched the YouTube video, which once again, we were talking about all this last YouTube. night, <laughs> and Donnelly and I and Pat over dinner, were talking about YouTube and doctors and all this stuff. So right. it's funny, it's all bring, being brought up on this podcast, but we um, have not seen the video. So is it an incision or do they make a big cut? Is it microscopic? They, how long is that, Donna? Oh, maybe a couple inches. Yeah, maybe three, two three or three. Inches. Yeah. About three inches. And they, they make a pocket. Oh, they it just sits right in there. Make a pocket for like. The do they use pig skin or something to no, create? No, or is it your they own just skin? they just put it on top of your pectoral muscle. And they make a pocket under the layers and lay it on top of your pectoral muscle, and then they take the wires and they two wires to go into each chamber of the heart, and so they run those wires, and they don't want you pulling those wires loose. Mm. Oh, so the wires attached to the heart are electric. (laughs) Yeah, you have electrical wires. So is it a battery? Yes, this is. Do you have to charge it? No, it's. They told me this one has a five to eight year um, lifespan. Lifespan, and I'm sitting here thinking, "Crap! Why don't you do a fifteen or twenty? I don't want to do this again." (laughs) Right. Oh, that is crazy. So it's stimulating the heart to make it beat faster. Well, they they set it for sixty beats a minute. Oh, Mm. so they can set it higher or lower if somebody has a higher. In fact, I have this cute little little um, machine by my bed that they can actually monitor me from the doctors because it's set up on Wi-Fi or something. I don't know, but it communicates and records my heart. Wow. Hmm. What's That's going on? The pacemaker does. Yeah, the machine. It connects to your pacemaker. Evidently. How hmm. crazy. Technology. I went in, when awesome. I went in for what they call the going under general anesthesia, that is my worst nightmare because mm. I have memory lapses and I have a hard time pulling words out and it just drives me nuts. It was a clinical in regard to my pacemaker and they said they we ran your heart rate clear up to 150 and lowered it and it worked really well. The machine's working good. Well, I'm glad they test it before they close you up. It's like a mechanic. Well, they do, but then two weeks later, I went in and they tested it again to make sure everything was 
everything was on the positive side. So yeah. it was. It was good. So he said it's working well. And so I go back in February 5th, and they'll do another clinical where they check that out mm-hmm. and check my record, I guess. So for all the people listening who either them, them themselves or for a family member, what advice do you have now that you've been through this that they should think of before they go in for these procedures or consultations? Okay. My, my suggestion is to get educated. Educate yourself as much as you can. Read up and or watch uh, YouTube videos or whatever on the process. Make sure that your information is credible and not just hearsay from somebody who said something. Pay attention to what's going to happen. And then, like I said, getting, you know, the recovery part is really important. And I think we tend to think, oh, the surgery's done. You know, we're done. We're fine. But you're really not. You're not, you're not done yet until the um, healing process is complete. And if you're not doing the things you need to do properly during the healing process, then you can delay that. And I feel like I kind of set myself back because I tried to do too much too soon, mm-hmm. even with everybody telling me, slow down, sit down, don't do that, you know. But it just didn't seem like it was, quote, that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was too much. And so So I err mean, on the side of caution. Yes, err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to ask for help. I had to have my daughter in law come and help me bathe, come and help me get dressed. I couldn't get undressed. I mean, I had to wear oh, that's my dad's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wear um a sports bra. You know how hard those are to get on and off. Yeah. Takes two hands. I I don't know, but I'm going to go home and experiment. (laughs) So, so anyway, she had to help me in and out of my clothes and you go all day and you want to get out of them, but you can't get out of them. So you just have, you have to wait until somebody can help you get undressed. You know, you're kind of helpless. It feels (laughs) frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word frustrating. It feels very frustrating because you're used to being, I am anyway used to being in charge and doing for others, not necessarily independent. Yes, totally independent. Mm-hmm. Right. We should have segments called um, Life Advice with Mama Diane. We should. <laughs> and then we'll just have different topics and she can give us her <laughs> How to get the stain out of That's that. That's right. Item. How to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brianna came to me yesterday and she said, Mom, I wore this for the first time today. I've got red stain on it. Help. Oh, how she funny. We got it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, see? Right there. Life advice with Mama Diane featured right here on the Ryan Wayne Salon podcast. Well, thank you for coming in the show and for telling everyone about your experience. And hopefully you gave some good words of wisdom to some people who needed to hear it. And I know that I'm happy to have you back at the salon, even though it's just part days. I'm like, you're already leaving. I just didn't even get to see you yet. But, you know, you'll get stronger and better. And then we'll just get to keep you longer and longer, which is so exciting. That's good. Thank you. Oh, yes. (laughs) Love you. Okay, you guys, make sure you are sharing this podcast with all your friends remember to take care of your health and yourself and like follow share and enjoy your hair thank you for listening to the ryan wayne salon podcast be sure to follow us on instagram facebook tiktok and clapper we'll see you next week